that I'm daring to fall, I'm daring to fail, because how else am I going to cut through the noise and the blocks of my mind if I don't allow myself the grace of failing? Now let the magic begin. Hello and Jaima, Jaima Yomis. It's Raquel and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul expanding and heart opening podcast. This episode is sponsored by Skillshare and a new sponsor, Uncommon Goods. More on them and their special offer for the Your Own Magic listeners in the midst of the episode and in the show notes. I'm still in Colorado on the solo escapade, detaching from the world a bit and focusing on moi. And it's been a very productive period of time for soul searching. Indeed, very, very needed, to be honest. I was wondering what in the world was going on. And thanks to my lovely CBT workbook, a great deal of meditation and reflection, and honestly, some phone conversations that I found very healing in and of itself. It's amazing what has come through what has sparked and I again want to encourage want to implore anyone who is going through something but cannot hear in their heart in their mind what it is because of maybe distractions going on or you just need to break out of the comfort zone if you have the opportunity of going somewhere or even just taking some time for yourself even in your own home i highly 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 recommend taking that time because i just believe that everybody deserves a break from their routine a moment of self-care i definitely feel a lot lighter than when i came here of course when i came here it was with an intention of reflection and i'm not gonna lie the beginning was quite heavy and now i feel much better and there's a lot of things for the next few weeks i'm excited to tackle but one thing that I just felt like reflecting on when I was writing in my journal, my brand new journal, was something very unique to many people's experiences. As I was staring at my several poetry books that I brought, because I brought them to spark a little bit of inspo, but there was one of many things that were weighing on me, and one thing that was weighing on me, well, is poetry. And You know, it's no secret I love poetry, but there is a relationship with poetry that, for whatever reason, I have kept secret. And it's one of the reasons why I never released my poetry books and why my human, my ego, stopped talking about poetry or sharing poetry. And it's only because negative thoughts happen to infringe on my reality even though I know better. And I think that that's so normal. Even though we know better, sometimes that doesn't mean we're gonna always do better, but also normalize that when we recognize that we're not doing better to finally do better and to dare to suck and to dare to fail and dare to fall. And I believe I didn't dare to do any of the above. I was, for whatever reason, I have not yet gifted myself the opportunity to dare to suck, to fail, to fall in the world of poetry. And so sure, there was definitely a time when I had all the faith in my poems and I would share them with the world unapologetically, unabashedly, and you know, even on a weekly basis, I believe I did. It was so fun, but then when my paradigm changed and my view of reality changed a bit, 
so did my feelings for my old poetry and the old words that would come through and I no longer had faith in them. And so as I was working on the book that I had promised a publisher, I even collected a variety of beautiful drawings and also promised a friend who illustrated it, who drew a variety of beautiful drawings, my Aussie friend, Annie Tarasova. With one single thought, one single shift in perspective, I would read my old poems and think that, with the exception of a few, of a handful, that this was not good. <laughs> in fact, they no longer resonated at all, to be honest. And so I, I scrapped, honestly, hundreds of poems, hundreds. And I, I, I knew that with the few that I liked, I couldn't make an entire book with it. And so I thought, well, that's fine. You know, I'll just, I'll just, see what else comes through. I'll just write something new. I'm not into these and this is not the words that I want to publish to the world and have a reflection on of what is going on in my heart because I know that there's deeper layers that I could have tackled instead of this flowery, very rose-colored language. I wanted to show edge and truth and honesty and rawness and both the darkness and the light and not just flowery rainbows and sunshine and so i've been reflecting on is there something within me that i need to release because i for whatever reason have prevented myself from pursuing the opportunities handed to me because of my own fear of the failure i think all humans have their messiness even if they showcase their, their highlight reels chaos is happening somewhere in their life likely and people relate to and connect with most the honest truth. That's what I love to read in the poems. I'm like, yes, of course, so embrace the rosiness, the rose-colored glass, but I also really love the clear color. I was gonna say the dark-colored glass, but I'm gonna say the clear-colored glass, the true, transparent honesty of whatever a human is going through. And the other thing is, is that my spiritual ego, which I'm definitely more aware of now than I was when I started this podcast and even in the midst of this podcast, my spiritual ego, the spiritual ego can be more harmful than people realize and it can sometimes prevent people from wanting to see the honest truth because they really feel like they need to cater to this toxic positivity that they don't even realize is toxic positivity until they do. And when you see it, you can't unsee it. And I can talk way more about toxic positivity if you'd like me to, but when you face that, you're not really facing what's really going on. It's only simmering on the surface until it drowns you. I, I feared that if I were to share my truth on paper or what I was really going through on paper that I would manifest more of that into my universe when really you're just facing it and releasing it and it took a long time to see that and for the past few years I have but also for a while I haven't really been writing poetry because I haven't felt that same inspiration to I never really knew why even though I love poetry so much and I'm listening to Taylor Swift's version of her album Red that she just released and I was listening to the 10 minute song All Too Well. Whew, she is a poet. She is one of the best lyricists I feel my generation has ever had because everything she says is so honest and simple to be honest as well and i think that that's something else that i embrace that we don't need to be like shakespeare we just simply need to be us and share whatever it is however we would speak it and share it with our friends 
but find the music in it, find the, of course, poetry in it. And that's what she does. And it's so, so relatable. And I think that's why it connects to millions all over the world because she speaks truth. And I'm sure for her, it's very healing. No wonder she's so magnetic and has a clear conscience with a lot in her life, it seems, as she is so honest. And that's what, at that time, I didn't dare to be because I didn't dare to fall or fail or fall into the words I was speaking. And so to be honest, even though I haven't released a poetry book, I'm honestly happy that I didn't release the flowery poetry. And I sit here with these books in front of me knowing this is one thing that I would love to create and manifest as well in my life. But I want to manifest it from an honest place. And I'm also asking myself, would I rather manifest the book or would I rather manifest the words, whether or not it turns into a book? Because it's poetry that speaks to my heart. Yesterday when I was talking to my sister-in-law, she said one thing, it was so poetic. It had to do with what I was going through and what she was going through at one point in her life. That's the one thing that stuck out and it's because that's the one thing that spoke to my soul. And I truly think that poetry for most people, well, there's something about it that resonates and speaks to the soul. And I think that that's why anybody, to be honest, can do it if they want to but be honest and open about it and not worry about, like Taylor didn't worry about all those guys' feelings. She just did this because this is what spoke to her. And to be honest, it was healing for her, healing for millions of other women and likely healing for those men as well in some way, shape or form. All that matters most is that I approach whatever I do so authentically. So as I write poetry again, I no longer have that pressure in my mind that this will one day be a book because I think that was one thing as well that was stopping me from wanting to write. Wanting to write poetry was the limit in my mind that I was like, this has to be a certain way because this must be a book. And I was doing it for others and what I thought others wanted to hear versus what my self, my soul wanted to heal. So I've let go of the thought of what will you guys think or what my family and friends will think. And just, I've been doing it for myself while I've been on this trip and it's been so freeing. <laughs> so I don't have to limit myself from what comes out authentically and scrapping all those voices in my mind that says this is not good enough because they won't like this and said this is enough because this is what is healing for you and this is enough because this is honest to your human for your human so I'm writing again poetry and it feels so good will it become a book we'll see but I'm not applying that pressure right now because I'm doing this special thing for me instead of procrastinating it and not doing it thinking of anybody else. And also I wanna note as well that approaching poetry this way makes me feel more free because I don't need to care or think if others hate it, if I suck at it and I'm daring to suck and I'm daring to fall. I'm daring to fall on my words because no one else needs to hear it as of now. Again, who knows in the future? But I'm daring to fall, I'm daring to fail, because how else am I going to cut through the noise and the blocks of my mind if I don't allow myself the grace of failing? I've talked about this many moons on the podcast, the importance of failing forward, 
And so like right now with the new trajectories in life, I'm just going to allow myself to dare to fall and I'm daring to fail because I'd rather go through my life trying and trying for what I love than lying on my deathbed asking what if. What would have happened if I did? And did I do enough? And did I do enough of what I genuinely love? And now this is going to get a little dark again, but if I if something were to happen and I knew I was dying for whatever reason, would I today be content with all I've done? I'd say, honestly, for the most part, I'd say yes. And I'm very thankful for my life in many, many ways, especially my family. And I have connected with so many beautiful souls and I've experienced pieces, avenues of life that I've always been curious about, like love and sharing creations with the world and yada yada. But there'd still be a part of me that was like, you know, Raquel, Raquel really wanted to experience that specific thing in life. But her mind got in the way and And we don't want our mind to be the thing that haunts us on our deathbed. Why is it that our mind happens to be the greatest barrier in life? I mean, yeah, I understand that, sure, there are financial struggles, which I've definitely experienced on and off in life. There might be relationship struggles, family issues, health issues, which, to be honest, are very real barriers and very valid barriers at that because they're not in our control. But why is it that the one source that is in our control, as long as you know someone else doesn't have control over it, hence why I don't really worship anybody, but why is it that the one source that we do have control over seems to be our greatest hurdle? <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you why. It's that nothing knows you better than you do. And your mind knows you so dang well that she's able to play her wizardry tricks on you with narratives and falsehoods, but also protect you and rationalize with you and remind you of practical reasons why you haven't made the leap in this reality. And it's that one voice that needs to be reminded, be quiet. Right now, I'm just simply daring to suck. I'm simply just daring to fail. I'm daring to fall. I'm daring to do this for me. So no need to get in my way and protect me or feed me your BS and simply take the back seat because I am doing this and I'm taking the wheel right now. So honestly, as I sit here in this peace and quiet in the Rockies of Colorado, and honestly with almost nothing but, you know, hiking or walking around to do around here, which I've been getting in my steps, I'll tell you that. But as I sit here and share this heart to heart with you, I encourage myself and honestly, I also encourage you to beat down those limiting beliefs with that reminder that it's it's definitely okay if we suck and if we fail and if we fall and in fact in order to move forward we're likely going to have many fails in our life 
but it's definitely up to us to fail forward. And the only way I'm failing forward, I, I would full on fail, just fail, not fail forward, but fail if I stopped writing poetry. But I feel that failing forward is to continue writing poetry again, even if I feel like I'm picking up from ground zero and sharing it with pure honesty. And the way to do that is to not give up and simply just keep moving forward. And there are too many times in my life that I did give up and that I quit and moved on and found something else. And perhaps, you know, I enjoyed whatever that something else was, but the thing that I had to let go of is what was on my mind the most. And and no, I'm not talking about a specific man or a human at all. <laughs> it truly is just passion projects or hobbies or activities, you know, passionate things that I, my human, enjoys doing that I dropped. For example, you know, I talked about how I dropped acting when I had been studying it from the age of eight to about 19. And, you know, I'm happy to be slowly moving forward with that again, with time and patience as well. It's a little bit like riding a bike. It feels very right. And another thing that I'm doing again which i absolutely love and i've been doing on this trip almost every day this trip is screenwriting i love writing plays and scripts or just stories that come to mind it's a fun thing to do and i'm like man even though it seems like an impossible world to break into if i don't dare to suck or dare to fall on my behind then i'm going to get left behind <laughs> I don't want to get behind. And there are many also inspirational women who dared to fail and dared to suck, but just did it, put their things out there, and they've created their own worlds and realities and show and movies and visual art. I mean, their minds are exceptionally clever, so it's no wonder they've made it where they are. But also at the same time, they've all talked about how their first scripts were not that great, but they just continued. And they have made it to where they are now. And they did dare to suck <laughs> and see what happened. And now they are living their dream. And so some of my inspirations in that field are like Issa Rae, and Mindy Kaling, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Shonda Rhimes, Lena Dunham. So many women have inspired me over the years in that area. I remember picking up some of their books about a decade ago and just thinking like, ah, oh, this feels like it's also meant for me. And I'm sure millions of other women did as well, but many of us didn't dare to pursue it. And I think that that is the biggest thing for all of us to do is to not only dare to dream, but to dare to do. Knowing that you're likely going to not be great at first, but you got to allow yourself the grace of failing like they did. They did very well, especially in a very male dominant industry. And it's nice to see an empowered woman follow her calling and making it happen regardless of the obstacles. And if you pick up their books, I mean, many of them talk about their inner battles that they had to fight. And of course, they joke about their external hurdles that they had to leap over. And in some cases, honestly, they had to run from. 
but they did it and they did not give up on themselves and they believed in themselves and it takes that very strong belief in yourself and so when it comes to poetry and now even screenwriting which i think i'm even more passionate about than acting to be honest yes i do have one of those minds that can be all over the place but i pretty much do always have the same passions or they're always kind of in the same realm and i love writing i did love acting a lot when i was a little girl because I had that conversation with my future self and I don't want to regret not pursuing it like I thought I was going to regret it. But now I'm like, wait, am I still in love with it compared to my love with writing? <laughs> and that is something that I'm simply just looking into right now, finding out by experiencing life. And okay, this is, oh, I did not mean for this to become a mainstream celebrity show, but also I think Mainstream celebrities are great examples because most people know who they are, whether they like them or not. And I love a lot of mainstream celebrities and non-mainstream. One mainstream celebrity that I absolutely love, and he's an artist that I listen to with my dad because my dad absolutely loves him so much, especially his song, Perfect. And that is Ed Sheeran. And I recently listened to this one episode, this one podcast that Ed Sheeran was on called Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard, which is a fun one that I used to listen to a long time ago. So it was nice to listen again. And Ed Sheeran talks about how he was basically delusional and thought that he was more talented than he really was. It just manifested in his reality because that was really the reality of his mind. He was a delusional optimist, as my friend Charlie would say. And in fact, his dad would show his music to his dad's friends and they were very honest. That side of the world is a very honest side of the world, which I appreciate. And they said that they didn't like it. <laughs> and if you've heard Ed Sheeran's voice from when he was a kid, you'd realize, oh wow, no, he really worked for his talent instead of it being a natural talent. Part of it is because his dad's support. His dad would just lie to him and tell him that they loved it which in my opinion, that is a worthwhile lie <laughs> because it instilled this confidence and belief in him as a kid. And now he's a beautifully talented singer and has gifted the world with some powerful, beautiful, moving lyrics that make some of us weep. You should see my dad when he listens to the song Perfect. It makes him bawl his eyes out every time. He is a Pisces moon. If there's something that really moves his heart, he's going to bawl his eyes out. And Ed Sheeran's voice does that for him. He truly has an angel voice. For my fellow creatives and curious souls who want to expand and explore a new skill, well, Skillshare is offering the Euromagic listeners a free trial of their premium membership. And though I have a feeling most of you are aware of what Skillshare is, so Skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together to take their next step in their creative journey, what it's mostly known for. And Skillshare offers a variety of topics for you to explore from illustration, design, photography, fine art, music and music production, even entrepreneurship and freelance and creative writing, marketing, or even productivity and web development. A variety of options for you to explore 
and you can explore unlimitedly this month using their free one month trial of their premium membership. Here are a few classes that may pique your interest. The Ultimate Self-Care Playbook, Discovering and Nurture Your Centered Self with the one and only Jonathan Van Ness. Or there's also, for many people that are interested in starting a YouTube channel, there's YouTube Success, Script, Shoot and Edit with MKBHD with Marquise Brownlee. And I can see many listeners also enjoying this one, Indoor Gardening, Grow Houseplants, Veggies and Herbs with Ekta Chadhari. And I personally want to recommend this class from one of my favorite YouTubers, Nathaniel Drew, his class Creativity Unleash, Discover, Hone, and Share Your Voice Online. So whether you're a dabbler or a pro, Skillshare is for you to up-level whatever skill you're interested in with short lessons, hands-on projects, and classes designed for real life. Every human was born to create. Whether you last picked up a paintbrush yesterday or in grade school, you can explore your creativity and be inspired. So Skillshare is helping you move your creative journey forward without putting life on hold. You'll create real projects and get the support of fellow creatives so you can accomplish real growth. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Your Own Magic, where our listeners, the Your Own Magic listeners, get a one-month free trial of their premium membership. This is also in the show notes. That's one month free at Skillshare.com slash Your Own Magic. And now on with the show. I mean, poetry really is a talent. And though I do feel words, beautiful words, can be channeled poetically, I also have understood the importance of needing to learn proper structure. And there's more to it as well that can really move the needle for healing the human. But honestly, again, the most important thing is to be fully authentic without a filter whatsoever. And to be honest, like I said, my greatest filter was my spiritual ego that was making sure all pieces of me were just rose-colored glass because that was what I thought I needed to do in order for my reality to be the way that it was. And not knowing yet really what spiritual bypassing is, even though I've heard about it, I guess I just bypassed that as well. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm thankful to up-level my self-awareness But I don't want to allow that new level of self-awareness to continue to debilitate me. And I want to dare to suck (laughs) no matter where it takes me. 30s is still so young to do whatever it is you want to do. And so it's so important to have the grace to fail. And so cut the cords of the negative, of any negative vibes sent your way and continue to focus on you and what lights you and daring, 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 daring. That is one of the key words in this. Daring to fail and having the grace to fail, to fall, to suck. Literally key theme of this entire spontaneous episode. Also, I wanna say that I'm very thankful for having a loving and supportive community because I've gone through so many different phases in this evolution and I feel so loved and supported because of you and 
man, if you need someone to be your cheerleader, email me because I am so down to return the favor. Also, I think that all of us are multifaceted beings and we are interested in a variety of things. Like me, I'm not only into spirituality, but also writing and poetry, art and movies and philosophy, psychology, politics a little bit. And yeah, there's just so many things that might pique our human's interest. And this past year, of course, man, I've really been able to see that more clearly from a more even level plane than I ever had before once I shifted into another paradigm. And it's beautiful that as humans, we get to explore it all, whatever it is. And we might go through phases. Like I think that in my late 20s, I had the major spiritually focused phase where that was my pure focus along with poetry. And then now in my early 30s, it's pretty much everything I just listed, all the above, but mostly to be honest, philosophy and writing. Those are my main focuses right now because that's what lights me the most. I think I'm very set in my simple spiritual practice. I just like to meditate, sometimes do breath work, and I like to journal, and I like to check in and tune in and connect, of course. But since I turned 30, my reality has shifted, even though I still love and pay my respects to what we've talked about on this podcast for four years now. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's also another thing is daring to evolve and change, which is scary to do, especially if you're so supported in one avenue, but you've simplified that avenue and you're more interested in other avenues all of a sudden. And that's okay. Like we're all going to evolve. Your interests in how you see spirituality or your interests in how you see yourself in the world is going to evolve. That's the one thing that's guaranteed in this world is change. And we've got to be okay with that. A few last words on the topic of daring to fall is that I know this. I do believe that it is so important, so important to honor your rhythm in the process and, you know, of course, push yourself and challenge yourself, but also at the same time, you know, know your internal boundaries and that if you do feel like you are failing, which I don't really believe is a truth, failing in and of itself, unless you give up because... I do believe we fail forward, but if you do feel like you are failing, that it's truly just a needed lesson for you to learn in this human experience to expand your human experience. And then if you do fail, to not hesitate to check in before you simply give up. And you know, it's okay to let go. It is okay. It's simply okay to let go. If it's a deep inner knowing that this is just not for you anymore that or it's just it doesn't feel like it once did because you already learned your lesson from it and now your human wants to continue moving forward in another way again that is okay and it's scary but daring to move on as well is (laughs) something that will only continue to expand your human these lessons will honestly Whatever you're learning right now will only make you that much greater and stronger of a person. 
and you're going to be able to conquer those rock bottoms like no tomorrow. <laughs> One thing that I honestly love about rock bottoms or failing or having lull periods in life is, especially if in certain areas of life, maybe relationships area, financial, family, career, you know, it's simply an opportunity to make yourself find the breadcrumbs that are going to completely pivot your direction to help you ascend to a greater level or a new path that you likely could not even fathom. As when you hit rock bottom, there's honestly nowhere to go but up. There truly isn't. There's nowhere to go but up. You've hit the bottom, might as well test a whole new path or try a whole new color and light, try a whole new way because there's nowhere to go but up. And you're going up if you are learning something new, exploring something new, or expanding in what you already know. And you can truly get creative in how you're going to find your way up. And this is honestly the opportunity to show the universe how badly, how badly you want something. I think almost everyone who is running for some sort of achievement, they most likely hit a wall at some point. But again, only a few break down that wall. And I listed all of those A-listers earlier. They definitely hit a wall. They've hit many walls. But they've continued to make it through and thrive. Because more often than not, Yes, there's going to be external hurdles, but it's more often an internal struggle. And for me, I hit that wall and instead of moving forward, well, I do feel like I'm moving forward. It just took a few years, <laughs> but at that time I hit the wall and I didn't move forward. And if I gave up, I, yes, sure, I would have full on failed and allow it to stay at rock bottom. But instead, even though it took a few years, I'm moving forward and daring. I'm moving forward in a daring way in order to fly. I had all the encouragement in the world. I had you guys, I had my family, my friends, and even strangers on the street. <laughs> but the one thing that held me back, that got in the way, that allowed me to hit rock bottom was the one thing that knows me the most. And that is my mind. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara and it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free and it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formulas set the bar high with uncompromising standards, so no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E-Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. 
So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their liquid lash extensions mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. But brick by brick, we are building it back up. For most people as well, therapy is a great thing. I'm happy that I'm doing cognitive behavioral therapy right now. I've got my workbook and it's opened my eyes a lot to what I didn't want to face. And I know that this is going to inspire many episodes. I'm already feeling more inspired now. I have so much more to talk about, but I'm trying to tackle one topic at a time for y'all. And also on another note, if you've made it fairly far in your career as well, and then you hit a point where you're about to, you're ready to throw in the towel, you are ready to quit and give up. Just simply take it as a sign that others were also ready to give up as well, but instead of giving up, especially because if you know it's for you in some way, shape, or form, then you know to push forward and see what happens, you know, what manifests. So instead of throwing in the towel, push forward and see what manifests, see what happens. I'm not expecting too much or the most grandiose outcome, but I'm simply just seeing what happens. And that really lifts a load off my heart and makes me want to continue to pursue because it's like, man, I know that who knows where I can go from this, but I know I'm going to be going somewhere in the pursuit of this, and that's exciting. And also my heart is betting on something far greater than I could have imagined. Even if it takes time. I've got all the time in the world I'm only 31. That's still so young. Oh, also in the realm of daring to suck and fearlessness is that if you're completely stuck or stagnant in life or you're in a lull or feeling hopeless and uninspired in some way, what if you were to bring something random to the table just to try something new? What if just bring something that is completely out of the ordinary, that is uncommon for you to do? Because to be honest, if you're in that lull, stuck, stagnant, uninspired, period. I mean, there's no harm in it. 
depending on what it is, of course, but there's likely no harm. Maybe you're going to explore or see something else that you like. Or maybe you're going to find something else that you're actually passionate about and excited to wake up for every single day. Or maybe you just simply learn a new lesson. But if it sparks a new passion and it reignites you in some way, shape, or form, whoo, that makes everything worth living. But you got to continue to whatever it is that if you explore something new that you find that you love. So if you dare to suck, you dare to experience humility, you dare to fall on your dang behind, you'll no longer feel behind in life because you now have something that lights your human entertains your human but it's entertaining your human without distracting your human from learning more about your human in fact you're learning more about your human through the process which may also help you process more of what is internally going on in life that allowed you to get stuck in the first place you know just a thought just a thought well Oh, man, I believe without getting too redundant, but you know, I like to repeat things sometimes for emphasis, but this is the first thing in my heart I had to say. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and it was impactful in some way for you. That is all that matters to me, even if there was one sentence in there that hit home. Anyway, I hope that this helped your soul helped your heart and I hope that you feel inspired to dare to fail dare to fall and experience the grace of failing in the process oh also if you're curious the poetry books that I have in front of me are winter roses after fall and the love poems of Rumi and the best American poetry 2021 And I have so much more on my Kindle, but those are the, I like physical books. So those are the three that I've been browsing through during this trip. And yeah, I'm just seeing what sparks, even if it sucks. (laughs) Daring to fail is my mantra of the moment. Feel free to use that as your mantra too. So thank you so much for tuning in. It truly means the world. There's going to be more solos probably for the rest of the year because I've been taking a break from interviews for a bit. I might have a couple more re-uploads, but I feel more inspired again. So I don't know. We'll see what comes through. I just go with the flow every week and see what happens. So uh, next week I will be in California, I believe. So you'll likely hear from me there anyway. I hope you have a magical rest of your week. Jaima. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group. Especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right. Well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.